Welcome to Ghostwatch 2017. My name's Coriander Dickinson, and I have a podcast called Ghostwatch 2016, where I watched, with my friends Kate and Heather, Common Rider Ghost. This is about that show. Today, with me, I have Adam Wasserman. Hello. And Alexi Peppers. Hi. This is episode 38. Three, two, no, wait, one. what's the title? <laughs> I'm sorry. Bowls of oatmeal. It's bowls of oatmeal. Oh, of course. I, I paused I'm before sorry. doing the I'm countdown just I was for any objections. I was scrolling through my phone. I thought I could sneak it in. Okay, I've got it now. Three, two, one. Episode, episode, episode 38. 38. Bowls, bowls of, of oatmeal. oatmeal. We were watching a show made of reject Sony R&D. Special effects spreading across half a century. Magic ghost shirts, pokeballs, and fanny packs. And despite never leaving Coriander is back, the bestest host that watched Common Rider Ghost has more to say with this replay. Join Adam and Alexi in this meta fun, rehashing a show that still isn't done. Enjoy the unseen with Ghostwatch 2017. So, in episode 38 of Kamen Rider Ghost, Taco Time learns that the only way to win is to use the infinite potential of humanity that was within him all along, but he decides not to do that. Now, Adam, you also so re-listen, true. don't you? Yes. Yes. Are we going are, are <laughs> to address jump that to right the off end. the bat? Okay. Yeah, let's just start there. Um, so, I am entitled by law to three minutes of Godzilla talk. Uh-huh. Also, we're a dumb knockoff podcast. Also true. No, this is very original. <laughs> and I'm well, the other one, Alexis. <laughs> yes. Kate, Kate, Kate and, uh, was bad mouthing us. Oh, of course. Bad mouthed all over. Yeah, this is okay. before the show had. Ac- this is before Ghostwatch 2017 had actually released an episode. Hmm. But we had recorded five. And I was talking about how all how great y'all were. Yeah. And how awesome a time I was having. Well, more or less, Kate was like, oh, also you could listen to a dumb podcast if you wanted to. What's that one, Corey? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will say, so, so Corey, you know, I've sometimes doubted the premise of this podcast, sometimes on the podcast. <laughs> but at this point, this has become weird enough that I think it's justified the premise. For me, at least. <laughs> And it only took 38 episodes. It only took 38 episodes. (laughs) Yeah, because now we're in this weird cyclical world, or cyclical. And and, and it was very strange because I think it was Kate gave me my command, which was that I had to talk about Onari and Military Man and the ship between them, which was the only thing I was going to talk about. (laughs) And back when this recorded, which was 14 months ago, you know, that's a thing. I didn't even know I'd like Onari this much. I do like, Corey, that you bring up to Kate and Heather that, like, oh, no, it's crazy. Alexi already likes Onari. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no one has any idea how much, least of all me, at this point in time. So I just can't believe that my command was like, oh, you've got to talk about Onari and the ship. It's like, well, it's just, it's precognizant. It would be harder to, like, tell you not to. Yeah. So what are you going to do for your three minutes of Godzilla? Oh, I mean, I guess I could complain about Godzilla City on the Edge of Battle for three minutes because it was not good. What's that? Is it more the anime? Yeah, that's the second one. And it was just 
I mean, I don't know. I Alexi hasn't watched it yet. How does it compare to the first one? It's not as bad, but it's still not good. No, go ahead and talk about it. I am not going to watch it. The first using the metaphor of of Pacific Rim. Can you describe the show? Careful now. Careful now. No, it's not very Pacific Rimy. It's like so they have this premise, which is that like most of the people from the first movie who are who didn't get visibly killed are still alive somehow. I can't remember. There's like some bullshit about evolved humanity and they have a place where they can live because of some sort of like fancy metal that they u- used to make Mechagodzilla, except Mechagodzilla got blown up before they could use it. But it, somehow the the metal is like alive kind of and it made a city. And I was like, oh, cool. They're going to make a new Mechagodzilla. At least that'll be neat. No, no, they do not. They just like make the city fight Godzilla. like it's it's like why would you even mention mechagodzilla then if you're just if you're not even gonna like if you're just gonna tease me is that fair revenge after godzilla has destroyed so many cities for so many years and like in this one the (laughs) The city city fights back back. It, it doesn't even look like a city though it just looks like a military installation made of metal and it grows like guns and stuff and they yeah and then at the end they named name drop Ghidorah, and it's just uh, I'm just going to be really happy when the third one is out and I've watched it and I never have to watch them again except if I do a rewatch, a Godzilla rewatch podcast. God damn it! Why have I done this to myself? <laughs> For our audience, Adam's really looking forward to the third one of these. Fuck. <laughs> maybe, maybe the third one, which will have Ghidorah in it, will be good. No, sure? Just because why? they say a name doesn't mean it's going to appear. You've learned that already. Maybe Godzilla and Ghidorah will have a fight. That would be... Or a some... baby. Uh, yes, or a baby. <laughs> Here's the other thing is that they, the freaking Godzilla design in these movies is, is god-awful. Yeah. It's like it's just like, it's vaguely Godzilla-shaped, but it just looks like a bunch of like, I don't know, like texture mapping that is indistinct and uninteresting. He doesn't even like... Uh, it's just, it looks like a blob, a vaguely Godzilla-shaped blob, and I just, I'm not into it. Like someone trying to make a icing like a cake Godzilla, but they are not a professional baker. It's like a <laughs> cupcake fondant, Godzilla. They, they, maybe they made a good cake and then the fondant like got too warm and started to run. <laughs> it's just it's, it's just this this boring uniform texture on it, and I just don't I don't like it. it oh man! So Adam, in yeah. this anime season. There is an anime by Trigger. Yeah, SSSS Gridman, and it's the best. Gridman. And you know how Trigger is sort of derived from Gainax, and Evangelion was very heavily inspired by Tokusatsu, like specifically Ultraman. Yeah, yeah. Can you believe in this day and age we get an anime that is an anime of kind of a Tokusatsu? Oh, it's absolutely it's absolutely a Tokusatsu show. It's the show that Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad got its footage from. Which blows me away. I am. I watched the first episode. It was good. It had giant stuff in it. There was fighting. I am on board. I am excited. I'm really hoping it's one of the good trigger shows and not one of the average trigger shows, but mm-hmm. like so far is pretty cool. Yeah, so far it's cool enough. There's yeah. enough unexpected stuff. There's less that's rote. This anime season is like too packed full of stuff. 
Yeah. Like, to, like I'm someone, just like someone left the hose on. <laughs> I'm like I can't watch all of these shows. I'm like I really want to watch the show about the skeleton in a bookstore, but I don't know if I have time. Oh yeah. It's eleven minutes. Oh okay. Then so... I do. <laughs> yeah. I'm also watching the one about the, the, the kid who becomes the wife of a weird alien thing because it's only three minutes long. <laughs> I watched the Castlevania anime. Oh, yeah. How was that? I, I enjoyed it. And I'm excited. It was the perfect timing because I got around to watching it really for no good reason. I don't even. Oh, it's because Castlevania um, was in Smash. That's what made me think of it. Um... And I was like, you know, I never watched that anime. Uh, and I liked it, but it's only four episodes long, which is the main yeah. downside, except that uh, it's back for another eight episodes in just a couple weeks. So I picked mm-hmm. the perfect yeah. time to watch it. Now I just have to wait two weeks for more. So hooray. And there's a new JoJo this season. And there's yes, there's a new Sword, the Art, Sword Art Online, which is apparently going to be like a full year series. And I'm like, I've got too many like ongoing series, let alone picking up one, one season series at this point. Like, I probably would have passed on Gridman just because I don't have time if it wasn't, like, Trigger and, like, Tokusatsu-based, and I'm just like, okay, I can't not watch this. So I will just start with what I was ordered to start with, which is Onari and Military Man, which at this point is basically our first canon ship. I mean, <laughs> they uh, Onari literally almost kisses Javert, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just... You know, pop the champagne. <laughs> uh, but I guess to skip around to the actual stuff, we also have in in the soggy towel room. We now have heat pad back. <laughs> soggy washcloth. Uh, oh, soggy washcloth. Thank you. That's hard to say. Um, I was trying to figure out because basically the episode opens with Elaine, and he's not shirtless, but his shirt has been like pulled up to his shoulders and Cannon is just behind him with her hands on his back and it's not evident right away what's going on but Makoto is just lying there so it's probably not any funny business <laughs> but uh, I was like and then it is established that Elaine is sick but I was still like is she rubbing like that paper rub or whatever all over <laughs> his back like this seems a little much but no, she's slapping heat pads on there because he jumped too much <laughs> in Dreamland that didn't physically really exist in the real world. But I guess it's better not to ask too many questions. Basically, the crux of this episode is that Taco has that typical video game problem, which is he likes his original loadout the best because <laughs> he spent the most time with them and they look the coolest and he's got the upgrade that the game's given him and says you need to use this now and he's trying to resist it by grinding. <laughs> mm, mm. Oh, I, I well, fall into put, that trap. Um, you put so many XP into those heroes. Yeah, Disgaea has just been re-released and yeah, just falling into that item dungeon, trying to make the specs better on what i've already got it's just it's a trap yeah no it's like you like your original armor set it looks the coolest you spend a lot of time making it and then the game's like no take this one it's higher stats but it's kind of ugly you know you don't like the colors it doesn't match your hair as well and you just you don't want to or it's like when they try and replace gallop with gallop's daughter it's just i don't have a connection to this new stronger power up or grandma fumi with junior fumi (laughs) that's right (laughs) 
<laughs> the show tries to do that a lot. There's a very linear progression system. But, spoiler alert, Taco manages to have his way in the end and cradles all the icons in his arms <laughs> like a baby. Like 15 angry babies. <laughs> like 15 yeah. tiny babies. Like, aside from the, the Onari Javert stuff, like, very little of any kind of import happens in this episode. It's it's almost so like filler. Few, so few notes. Basically, the best things that happened were Javert and Onari, obviously. Also, I love that Onigiri is takoyaki for Javert. Like, all of them. Yeah. Apparently, if you're from Gnome Hell, all you need to do to be converted to the side of the angels is to be offered a classic Japanese treat on a regular basis until you decide that life is worth living so you can have more takoyaki or onigiri and then go it might to the be mall. round food though oh maybe only round food that's uh... is it round onigiri that he's getting or is it like triangular it's oh it's triangular isn't it yeah but Probably. it's kind of puffy triangles so it's almost yeah, round and then he has some like croquette kind of things which are also round oh, so yeah. the theory holds so it's not the size of a soccer ball with just some seaweed slapped around it no <laughs> This is this is not Aish Teruse, baby. Damn it! I got your reference. Oh, that that happens a lot in anime. That's I remember. I remember that specifically from that show because it was a very very yeah it was very large and just had like seaweed sort of like bandaged at various points on it. And the little girl was so happy, and then everybody made fun of her, and she got real mad. I first saw Onigiri in Pokemon when I was a kid. And of course, the text in the TV or, show, yeah, the four TV kids. kid, and it was four kids. Dub. So they said that it was donuts, and I yeah. always thought that it was because I would get those like powdered sugar donuts from the convenience store, which yeah. do look kind of like that. And I was always yeah. like, okay, it's some kind of weird powdered sugar triangular donut. I see. I got super confused. I was like, what are they talking about? Is are Japanese donuts triangular? Do they not yeah. have round donuts? No but holes. turns out they have better round donuts than we do. I think I... that the no hole would usually be a giveaway, but then Timbits yeah. broadens the category of donut. I recall back in the long, long ago when I was on the Sailor Moon Usenet group, I think there was like this sort of like joking argument about whether the uh, like octopus cut... Uh, wieners from their bentos were actually like hot dogs or or octopus or something like that there was some sort of there's some sort of joking like argument going on about it where people were like taking sides or something and i was always sort of just fascinated by like the the glimpses of japanese bentos in in sailor moon because they always looked really really good and i was like i want to i want an octopus wiener in my lunch right yeah anime food is a major deal in my household It's like uh, Ghibli does yeah. some of the best meat, but some other weird generalizations happen. Yeah, Sailor Moon also has meatball head in the English oh, yeah. and uh, yeah, Donko yeah. in Japanese. There's very little that I enjoy more in life than watching a, an anime character uh, eat a bunch of delicious anime food, especially if they eat like way too much of it, <laughs> like like Goku style. I'm just like, oh man, just do it. Or like watching Luffy like cram his Luffy. mouth full of stuff. I was thinking of Luffy. Yeah, yeah, and then his throat like because he's made of rubber just gets super wide as he swallows. <laughs> it gets gigantic, and it's just like I wish I could eat like that. That seems really satisfying. 
Well, I always I, I don't like it because it makes me crave all this food, most of which I cannot easily get. Mm. Mm. I'm jealous of the anime characters. My mom got me a subscription to uh, to one of those uh, snack box services, um, and it's Japanese. So for three months, I get a a box of delicious Japanese snacks every month. Nice. Some of which I cannot eat because they. This one is good because it uh, tells you what allergens might be in it. So anything that has like mm. fish or crustaceans, I just give to to my wife Sandy because she can eat them. And I'm like, there now we sh- now we can share. Yeah, our fans subscribed the office to a Tokyo treat box. Mm, yeah. So just every month, there's just a weird assortment of half open bags. Mm-hmm. And I looked at I looked into them because I saw somebody do an unboxing, and it looked like there was more stuff that I would be able to eat in in that one but when I went to the, I went to their site actually today because I was reminded because I got a box of snacks today and they were basically like well we can't label all the allergens because it would be too hard for some reason uh, so if you have allergies we recommend you don't order this and I'm like okay I'll just stick with the one all that right. labels all the allergens which is apparently super doable uh, but then you didn't get the corn flavored corn chips <laughs> I got <laughs> Uh, in this one, there was like a little um, like triangular prism package of uh, like these sweet pumpkin flavored like potato rings, like little tiny. Oh. Like, yeah, they were nice. And I could eat and those ones I could eat. There's also like these shiitake chips, which I can't eat because there's potentially shellfish in them. So I gave them to my wife. But there's a there, there's the persimmon, like hard persimmon candies that are really nice. Hmm. Anyway, it was a nice. It was a nice box this uh, this time. I enjoyed it. the 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 company's called Bokusu. If anybody's interested in it, all right. It's like Japanese transliteration of box. Um, they are. Uh, I would recommend them for anybody who wants a snack box and has allergies and wants all the allergens labeled. Can they, can they send us snacks and we'll keep plugging their product? <laughs> I don't. I mean, no. Yeah, we could. No, three of us individually. Do. <laughs> <laughs> they. they they do have a thing where if you if you like take a picture of your your snack box and post on on social media with like I think a hashtag, uh, they will choose one person every month to get a free box. Oh, nice! But you already have to have like the box of snacks to do that, so that doesn't help Alexi. No, no, it doesn't. Damn it! Uh, oh, I had some amazing takoyaki this weekend, and mm. like I already love takoyaki, but now because of this show, I'm so into takoyaki. I had never had it was in a like sizzling stone kind of you know those really shallow bowls Mm. which I've never had takoyaki on a sizzling stone kind of thing but very good at a place called Kaiju Ramen in San Francisco which had Pacific Rim characters on the menu I was so happy I saw you tweet that I was like this may be the most on-brand tweet I've seen you make. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of self-actualization going on that weekend. It was pretty great. Hmm. Let's see. So we also have, uh, there's the subplot, which I dub McClono. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah. <laughs> good call. That's too good. That and that's me. really all there is to say about that. Uh. And yeah, Javert is just having a freak out in the woods as you do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He literally, after Taco, 
just kind of grabs him and holds on to him long enough to establish dominance. <laughs> Shiver literally, he like slumps down onto the forest floor, picks up a stick, throws it vaguely in Taco's direction, and then like puts his head in his knees and sulks. Mm-hmm. That's like Taco's super move this episode because he does that to Javert, and then later he does like the like the boxing clutch. Yeah. Uh, with what's his the other guy? Uh, who I can't remember the name of. Doesn't deserve a name. Donaire. Yeah, Donaire. Oh, yeah, that guy. Oh, that yeah. guy. But it is it, it's true, and I think that you mentioned it in Ghost of 2016. But it's like Javert was once a villain. He was once like hot shit. And now he's sulking in the woods. <laughs> yep. But immediately the shipping begins because Onari's like, leave this to me and talks to him all nicely. And then they get this ridiculous slapstick chase, which so often happens when Onari is involved, which is one of the many reasons that I love Onari. And then, yeah, they almost kiss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you know what would have made sense thematically? it occurs to me for this episode is if Javert was fighting Tonaire. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That would make way more sense than what happened. Yes, it, it, it would. Instead, he watches and then goes to the mall. So, you know, yep. <laughs> same sees. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And there's the jacket things and, oh, there's the horrible plant thing i guess we should talk about that but mm. i don't know what to say it's stupid and weird and i don't like it at all get used to it tell me more it's a what do you call it king tulip king tulip head oh yeah it's just bad it's got tentacles i don't know what's yeah. going on it's just a mess there's this is the problem with not having an over overarching theme to your like monsters yeah pick a theme it's just like i guess i guess uh the main guy will be i don't know evil flower yeah doesn't yeah, this make time. any sense it's not related what do you to want anything. to ask me Corey? especially when like the gonmisers are based on like two word pairs they're like a descriptor and an animal right mm. so this doesn't even fit with the theme of the gonmisers isn't that the theme that you guys applied to the gonmisers Yes and no. Okay. <laughs> I'll I'll look it up. I'll find out what the gunmisers' real names are. I mean, I believe you. I'm just like I'm just like thinking, yeah, Stormcrow, Wide Crab. I'm like, wait, those aren't their real names. <laughs> Wide Love the Crab wasn't a gunmiser. It was a body swap thing. I thought it was a body gnome. swap with a gunmiser though. I didn't think one of the gunmisers. Oh wait, yeah, no, because it, it was a two tablets. Tablet? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's okay, like two gunmisers yes. in one. It was fun and cool, so I thought it wasn't a godmiser. Yeah, this is spoilers for next episode, incidentally. Uh, Oh, damn. Yeah, it's like the last good thing that happens. I actually kind of It's my favorite character. Yeah, I remember you've mentioned Wide Load before. The name has stuck in my memory. Well, so yeah, considering it hadn't hadn't shown up yet, I thought it was still somehow a gnome, even though from the point (laughs) godmisers show up, it's mostly just godmisers. Yeah. I wanted to ask Alexi where you think the show will go from here. Oh. Oh. Uh, There's a lot more episodes than make sense. (laughs) 
Right. They've got like <laughs> 10 episodes to wrap up the plot. Yeah. But like they only have, I think they're what, like it was 21 or 22 days. They're going to die again. And it's like, I don't know. Let me see. I'll try and come up with a guess. I mean, Taco's going to keep on leveling up. This will definitely end with a power of friendship thing, I bet. They'll probably have to go back to Gnome Hill. And they'll like clean the skies and there'll be a blue sky. It'll be like the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger on Mars. <laughs> Total Recall. Total Recall. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like Total Recall in Gnome Hill. And evil Gramps will turn out to be good Gramps the whole time. Or something. Taco's dad will come into it and be like, good job, son. I love you. And Taco will get to come back to life. But I don't know how they're going to do 10 more episodes. <laughs> My guess right. is I just... I think I should ask you again in three episodes. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, because my best guess would be that the same kind of mini arc of not a lot of actual progress and Gonmiser showing up and not a lot of plot happening and uh, McClonto are going to just keep repeating over and over again for a while and then they will quite suddenly resolve things would be my guess based on how the rest of the show has gone but we'll see that's about it they drop a title song in this one and I don't feel like it was really warranted usually I'm very into suddenly title song I know they did it once in the series already that I really loved but this time eh, all the jackets were back I guess and they do like a mega, the megaist of kicks, where everybody kicks. Oh, all of the jacket Just, spirits. Uh, yeah, kick. they 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 form an eye in the sky made of kicks. Yep. Yep. But I don't think it deserved the title music. No. And I enjoyed in Ghostwatch 2016. You came up with an OG or original Ganma. Oh no! What did we do? It was like Goldilocks. I think was oh, that the concept because right, that's what the bowls the of oatmeal is. Bowls of oatmeal, right? It's your original Ganma. It's like a bear. Was... Name is bowls of oatmeal. <laughs> no, it had bowls of oatmeal down the front. Yeah. Oh no. That's why the yeah. episode is titled "Bowls of Oatmeal." No. And and it had like a chair on its butt, so it could and sit like down. And like a cushion for yeah. sleeping. Ah, it's it pretty is... good. <sighs> There was a pair of Sentai monsters. Like, I can't remember what show it's from. I feel like it was from Tokyuger, but I, I could be wrong. And, like, one of them was, like, a like could turn into a chair or, like, sat down and became a chair. And one of them was, like, a table. And, like, when they flipped the table, it, like, caused gravity to reverse or something. It was crazy pants. Cool. I only dimly huh. remember this. And it's, maybe I, maybe it's a fever dream. I played the Doctor Who. Oh, sounds real to me. RPG right. at work once, and Zach was a sentient mobster chair named Tony. Tooth <laughs> no, not Toothpick Tony. That was a different character, and I loved it because the whole the best joke about it was it was very old Doctor Who, which is that he did have telekinetic powers, but he didn't really have a way to get around. So the joke was always just like you would see him coming in the scene because someone was like shoving him in from off camera. But he did end up with a bomb, and he blew up Dracula, so all right, it's pretty good. 
is an anime called Seco Boys, which is about uh, four busts, like Greek or Roman like statue busts of uh, it's Mars, some Medici, Hercules, and St. George. Okay. For the most part, like the main character hoists them around on a cart and like tuck and uh, straps them into her car to drive around. But in other scenes, they are obviously moving on their own. Like you don't see them move. <laughs> but how else would they get there? <laughs> They're a boy band. That sounds very good. Oh, it is. Well, that that Anyways. that was this episode. I I look forward to more crossing of the streams in Ghostwatch 2016 and Ghostwatch 2017 because it's just very confusing and and weird. And uh, yeah, Onari's the best. Haters don't hate. <laughs> I see. Yes. I have been Coriander Dickinson. You can find me on Twitter at Absalar. I continue to be Adam Wasserman. You can find me on Twitter at Gold Sarcasmian. And I will always be Alexi Peppers. And you can find me on Twitter at AM Peppers. Stay ghosty. Bye. Bye.